It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on, man? This is the Truth Seeker Podcast. Getting it how you live. Bringing it to the table. Authenticity. Activated. Ascending. Ascension. Do you really think humanity is ascending? For sure. Let's talk about it. Uh, huge thank you to everybody supporting my work who uh, makes this podcast possible to reach the masses and um, continued support, man. Thank you guys for believing in the work. Everybody who's supporting my work via Patreon, everybody who is uh, linked in with me across every platform, no matter where you're listening, no matter where you are sharing this podcast out, um, you know, tapping in, you guys rock. And so I want to give a shout out to some of the latest patrons within the last couple of days. Got a lot of people uh, join a lot of people, new eyes for several different reasons, I think, on the podcast. So I'm going to give a shout out to some of the latest patrons. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to Michael Banks. Shout out to Al or AI. I don't know. AI, Al, what up, boy? And uh, Conscious Fella. Thank you guys for partnering with me, joining the Patreon movement, my family there. Um, you get access to a bunch of really cool stuff by supporting. You get access to my entire discography of music. Um, and I think that's why there's some new people here as well. I put out a new song yesterday, um, called the light. And so if you want to check that out, it is available on YouTube right now and you can actually download it on, on Patreon. I usually put out, um, all of my new stuff goes straight to Patreon, um, for the, for those who are supporting just something extra, uh, who helped me create that stuff. And so yesterday would it be an 11, 11. I was like, let me just go ahead and release one. So that one went straight uh, public. So, uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of unreleased music on Patreon for those of you who are here for the music. And so check that out. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, shout out to uh, Jim Harold with the Jim Harold uh, podcast, Campfire podcast and the Paranormal podcast. He had me on uh, sharing my story uh, about my elemental spirit uh encounter and so he had me on his show and he's pretty big show so i think there's some some new people who are uh coming over from that who uh, are checking out my work and he let me plug the podcast so if you are coming over from jim harold's show and you heard it and you're checking this out uh send me a message send me an email let me know where you're listening from and 
why you're here, how you found out about the work. And let's see what else we got. Um, December the 12th, our uh, reset, refresh, and renew retreat. Uh, tickets are almost sold out, but if you'd like to come, we are going to go into the woods. We're going to do a uh, ceremony, a uh, bunch of really cool stuff, kundalini yoga, breath work. And so if you want to uh, get up with us and be a part of that, check it out. All the infos at truthseeker.com. December the 12th, Mobile, Alabama. Tickets are almost sold out, so you got to go ahead and get your tickets ASAP. I'm pretty sure that the ticket prices are going up next week, so if you, I mean, next year. So if you're wanting to catch me on a, a, a later retreat, I think the prices are definitely going to go up. So uh, there's a lot more that we're going to bring to the table with those retreats and conferences and stuff. So make sure you get in on this one. This is the last one for the year, December the 12th. Great way to start the year, man. To, you know what I'm saying? Close out 2020, uh, go into, you know what I'm saying, 2020. 21 uh swinging laying some stuff down picking some stuff up that's you know that's the uh the essence of of these retreats and that's why i started them for myself and just invited some people to go with me and they kind of turned into what we have going on now and it's beautiful so being able to connect with uh beautiful souls and like-minded individuals from all over the world it's amazing without further ado we're going to go ahead and jump into today's discussion um my friend Brian Henry, he had me on his uh, podcast last week. We had a great talk, man. Really enjoyed hanging out with you on there and picking my brain and you know asking really good questions, bro. Really enjoyed it. So now it's uh, it's my turn. Welcome to the podcast, bro. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's always a pleasure to to connect with you, and I'm glad to be doing it again. Yeah, um, we did one show sometime last year, and my my internet connection was just all over the place and. It's on YouTube. I didn't put it on the the audio uh, end just because the audio was just in and out the whole time, so I didn't ever release it. But uh, it's on YouTube for those of you who have seen it. So, uh, man, uh, enjoy linking in with you for sure, as always. And we got so much in common and picking each other's brains. And, you know, that's we're talking about ascension. Like somebody asked at the beginning before we went live, talking about do you really think humanity is ascending and I think that that's proof. And I think that that's how we ascend. We, we, we you know, move beyond our, uh, the things that hold us back, you know, the things that separate us or make us different. What would you say? 100%, man. I mean, it's up to the individual to decide what that word even means to them, right? Yeah. Ascension. Um, I'm sure we can all bring our own um, perspective to it. But I think in the simplest sense, it's, becoming more expressing a greater potential and that's something i think we can all agree is something we're capable of um being a a higher expression of our purpose our potential um and again whatever that means to you so i know for me there's there's more that goes into it in terms of what's taking place for humanity in our collective consciousness but we can really bring it back and simplify it to that ascension is is something that happens within an individual as well again for me in the collective i mean um what like what, what was something that kind of uh you know sparked your interest in in spirituality and doing the inner work and all that kind of stuff like what were some of the things that really opened it up for you i was kind of thrusted into it i um you might even say I, I didn't have a choice because I had to, well, we had to, my partner and I, 
we had a uh, a past history with dealing with some antagonistic behavior um, coming from coming from spiritual entities unmanifested, and that's what really sparked things. To be honest, um, that was actually my first experiences of anything outside of you know your your typical world understanding and in order for us to to kind of get through some of the stuff that we had to deal with we had to we had to awaken to to what we really were and how powerful we really were um so that's where the inner work i think really began i mean even going back before that uh there was definitely an interest in in growth um but in terms of approaching it as spiritual growth i would say that's where where things really start to be i i, I brought that sort of awareness to it i think that's cool man um as far as understanding that there's a spiritual warfare going on if you want to call it like there's so many people who don't want to acknowledge the darkness or like if you don't believe in it then it doesn't exist or it can't harm you or something like that so even to have your you know, your door into spirituality, ascension, and all of this stuff was through dealing with malevolent entities to understand that there is, you know, the polarity exists in everything versus like everything is good, everything is awesome, love and light or whatever. Um, so that, that that's interesting that that, that was your, your, your way in. And so do you find that you're still helping individuals kind of deal with that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Deal with Not- their own darkness or entities and stuff like that? Not really, man. Um, I've had a few individuals kind of come to me with these sort of things, but um, it's not too relevant or it hasn't been too relevant to my experience. Um, I guess the big message uh, that I I really want to put out there um, up front here is we're still choosing. We're still choosing. We're still creating the reality that we're living in. And that's what I had to wake up to, right? Mm -hmm. So there's nothing to fear. Um, and that's something to, to be learned. I know that as my higher self, I chose that experience and I can look towards it and clearly see why it was a catalyst for growth. So I don't want this to be heard and, and it invoke any sort of fear in anyone because truly there's nothing that can, can harm you, uh, because you are the creator of your reality and you get to choose. So just, know that that's a choice that that i was making from some plane of being um a higher plane um going through it was was not fun in the midst of it but um at the end of the day it was and it is an experience that i'm deeply grateful for for what it was able to to support me and and invoke in me yeah i mean we i think we talked about it a little bit on your show for me my past and I'm super thankful my relationship with darkness or even what you would call your demons and stuff have changed over the years, you know? Um, when you're going through it, you just want to get out of it. You know, help me, you know what I'm saying? I, and But now that you can look back on it, it's like you're being prepared for something greater, you know? Always, man. Every opportunity is an opportunity to extract some sort of insight or growth from it. We are always being served by the experience that's before us. Yeah, that's the big thing in everything. But I'm with you. Like even yesterday, I kind of had a moment of like, 
you know, being in an unpleasant situation or something that's not fun or whatever. But it's like, man, I signed up for this and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. I'm going to enjoy this moment. I'm going to feel it. I'm thankful for it. Even though it sucks, like, you know what I'm saying? As far as like weighing options, but it's like, it's almost like it's a lucid dream. Like, I know that this is, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to have this moment again. You know, even though it's unpleasant, even though it's, you know, chaos or trying to figure it out or whatever. Um, I'm like, you know, I, I got that, that wink at the creator and say, Hey, I'm lucid in this moment that I know it's, it's fleeting. So thank you for it. You know what I'm saying? Every moment, the blissful, the beauty and the, uh, the scary, the creepy, the, the fear, the depression, all of it. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been, I talk about death a lot, man. Um, and just to, you know, to be present now, like I talk about that, that fear of death or, or, or don't want to die. Like it helps me to be here now, you know, while we still have our bodies, while we still are conscious and we can create, we can bring change and, and create memories and things. And that, that just seem to echo, but it's about just being in that moment. And I, I, I did some, some inner spiritual work this morning and I turned up some music really loud. It was um tool, um, lateralis and I, I always go back to these lyrics but it's talk just talking about embracing our divinity and still be a human like to still be because you know with spirituality and out-of-body experiences and talking to the angels there's like so so much escapism but to really be present and put your feet on the ground and enjoy whatever it is that you're going through to be present, man, don't escape it. Like that's, there's a lot to be said for that. 100% brother. And I, um, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the, uh, that's the message that's been coming in for me like time and time again, and really more strongly, um, recently is, you know, bringing those two things together. If we can't, it's, if we get, so lost in the direction of where these spiritual beings, which we are, okay, um, and where we're more than these bodies, more than these minds, again, which we are, and it's so important to come into awareness of that. That's that's how I describe ascension, rising to a greater awareness of who and what we are and what we're capable of as a spiritual being. But now if that notion and thinking and pondering that causes for a disconnection with the human identity, the human self, because we are still human. We're multidimensional beings. And on this plane of thought and being, we're, we're playing these human roles and there's significance to that. So, I personally, and this is how I've come to this, is I've personally had the experience of being disconnected from, feeling disconnected from the world, feeling disconnected from the the human self um, in this notion and desire of transcendence, of the ego, transcendence of this this identity. Yeah. But I know from experience that that doesn't feel good. That's not our highest state of being, being in a, in a space where 
we're we're feeling disconnected to to our humanity so there's this this sweet spot where we realize ourselves as these infinite spiritual beings and are still immersed in perhaps not immersed in but still enjoying of and active in our human experience and engaged with the lives that we're living and i think it's in bringing those two things together that we feel our best and we express our greatest yeah being present in both of them like the spiritual reality and then paying the bills you know what i'm saying then jogging taking care of your body your temple health you know um which is to be said a lot because again the escapism stuff i feel like this weird dichotomy sometimes of like um people wanting to lose touch with reality and we're talking about spirituality let's talk about drugs and alcohol as well we can throw that's definitely escapism as pills there's drugs there's uh smoking you know marijuana or whatever to bring in a, a, a blissful escape if you will a momentary escape um but when it comes to like out of body experiences or ascensions and stuff like that, like I'm talking about like going within and, and go, traveling, you know, the multiverse, whatever you want to call it, the astral plane. Um, I feel like we are humans. This is the, this is the, just the weird dichotomy that you're a human and sent here to experience life on earth. This one incarnation that you, that, that you have now, um, but you're like w- trying to go back home. We want to go to heaven. We want to um, leave our bodies. We want to ascend. We want to do all these things. There's going to come a time where you're not here anymore. And then it's going to be like the grass is greener on the other side. So mm-hmm. where you are in heaven or you are a spirit in the astral realm and you get to look down at earth and see your grandchildren or who at or just people and like miss your body man i used to be a human like i used to i used to be able to put my feet on the grass i used to be able to eat chocolate like i and that was so fun i remember eating chocolate i remember braiding someone's hair i remember like the small things that you're not going to be able to do anymore um you know as a, a a a light being a spirit entity without the flesh. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like while you're here, people are wanting to go to heaven. People are wanting to escape and, and go there. But mm-hmm. when you get there, you're going to wish that you were still here. The end of your life, the edge, even with age, like looking at age, like age, like being like a good steward with what you've been given kind of thing. Have you ever thought about that with escapism and grass is greener and stuff like that? 100% man i think the the idea that can 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 be a, one that doesn't serve us is that assuming that where we're going is going to be better than here yeah now there's there's <laughs> I like the paradox exploring that, that right? yeah because you want to reach for a higher you it, it feels good to reach for higher and to consider this greater reality and that desire to to evolve into more and to experience something more joyous blissful fulfilling is what drives us towards allowing ourselves that type of experience so that's why i say it's a paradox because on one plane of 
one side of the equation or one side of the coin, that desire to ascend serves us in that, in that growth and that pursuit. Um, but at the same time, we, it's important we don't get lost in thinking that where we're going is better than here because then we miss out on how great here can be. So I think that's the power in, you know, people talk about bringing heaven on earth, right? Opposed yeah. to completely losing yourself and ascending to heaven and leaving earth. Why don't we bring that down into this experience? Why, why wait yeah. to experience heaven? And there's a beautiful, magical world right before us if we see it as that and we have to choose to see it as that. There's a, uh, a Christian minister I listen to sometimes and he says, talking about like Jesus and like his story and, and, and what he uh, brought to earth. And he says like, Jesus didn't die or go to the cross or whatever, fulfill his mission so that you can get into heaven. Like, come on now, because I've done this, you can get into heaven. He said, no, Jesus did what he did so that heaven can get inside of you. So the idea is not to die and go to heaven. The idea is for heaven, for you to experience the heavens within, for you to experience bliss on earth, life more abundantly, right? Like now, not when you die. So I, I really uh, like what you said about, you know, understanding that even those things, it's not some, somewhere that you go, you know, it's somewhere that you are even now, you know, mm. that, that part of you that exists. Uh, I heard someone talk about even a while ago, like, uh, your ancient self that is connected, you know, um, your higher self that is in heaven, that is a perfected version of you. Well, I mean, we talked about this on your show, the engaging the perfected self. And so that like, there's a version, I feel like there's a many, many different versions of you that exist and you can bring that into your timeline, even if, even if it's just in your mind. Um, but seeing that vision of what you want to create your future to engage with, and uh, so it should be blissful. It should be connected to the heavens and to be able to bring it in. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's even just tapping into our divinity because we're both, like you said, you know, like we are, we are ape and we are God at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't think one is better than the other. You know, it, it's, it's unique. Um, looking at the stories, you know, we want to get, get back to heaven. I mean, like, if I go to the Bible, like we look at the Tower of Babel where they're like trying to erect this uh, uh, temple, you know, this big ladder, this huge uh, uh, Tower of Babel to, to, to reach the heavens and get go back home. You know what I'm saying? Like if we can just build a, a castle, a ladder high enough that we can go back to heaven and, uh, you know, this, this need to want to, to wanna touch God or, or, or escape, escape this, you know, situation that we've been given or like looking at the fallen angels. You know, that, that whole idea of these angels who look down, you know, at, at women, you know, and they wanted to, you know, make love, but that's not what we do. We, we, we're, we're different. We're, we're not allowed to do that, but they like look down in that, you know, wishing that they had a body, wishing that they were humans and, and, and they fell and they lost their divinity. You know what I'm saying? Because they came down to, um, you know, mate with women or whatever, but you can still see that grass is greener both sides you know as the humans want to become gods and the gods want to become humans 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's just something really important and powerful to be said about being grateful and and acknowledging what you you already have. Again, there's the two sides of it, and I, I encourage anyone that's hearing this and may be in the space where they're always thinking about that next step, thinking about getting somewhere else, becoming something else. Yeah, just take a moment and and really see what you're seeing, experience what you're experiencing and welcome in a sense of gratitude for it. And it's this, this shift, this, this catalyzing shift when we just, I'm going to enjoy this right now. I'm going to choose to enjoy this as much as I can right now, because here's where I'm at. And why wouldn't I allow myself that joy? Yep. Yeah. I'm and, glad and, we immediately. Immediately you're there, you know, gratitude shifts your focus and, and lets you know, like, you know, we talked about this even on the podcast Tuesday with the lady um, of like, you know, just doing the inner work and the devotion and, and worry and fear and doubt and judgment, um, you know, of trying to perform, of trying to, you know, uh, be a dad, be a husband, be a father, be a leader. There's all this weight on me. You know what I'm saying? And it becomes, it gets overwhelming for sure. If I try to carry my own load, but the moment that I kind of like surrender to God and, mm-hmm. and, uh, change my focus, get in devotion, do breath work, get on my face, whatever it is that I do. There's so many different things that we do, but it, it shifts, it shifts my focus. Right. Um, the interesting thing again, is that nothing literally changes in the physical. Like whether it's a, a a bill that you have to pay that you don't know how you're going to pay it and you're freaking out, you're stressing out, you're worrying about it. And it's literally messing with your health. It's messing with your mind, your emotions, your, your, you know, you're not in your right mind. Um, but when you kind of like step into this place of surrender, change your focus to gratitude and quit thinking about the, the things that you really can't change. Um, you get another perspective you get heaven's perspective on this is like a fleeting moment. Like, you know, um, nothing changes, but you feel you have another perspective on it, on, on yourself. I mean, I guess like even, you know, if we talk about like plant ceremonies or, you know, deep meditations and activations and ascensions and stuff like nothing literally is changing in the physical realm. Your, your situation is still the same. But there's a grace to get through it. There's a new set of mm-hmm. eyes to see with. And, and maybe in some cases there's even, you know, as long as you step back from it and approach it from God's perspective, literally, like, I mean, for me, like on um, plant ceremonies, it's like you get to see, how, see yourself how God sees you, which is through the eyes of love and eternity and all those kind of things. And, and those trivial things don't really matter as much. But the mm-hmm. fact that, again, it's not like, you know, magic happens and, and, and things automatically line up for you because that bill is still there. Your loved one is still gone. Whatever, whatever that thing is, that that monster, that giant in front of you that you've been trying to fight or that heavy load that you've been trying to carry like that, those things still exist. What is it about our perception or stepping into gratitude where everything immediately becomes OK? It works, dude, like, you know it. It's, well, it's two things. First thing that comes to mind is our 
sense of struggle and suffering is a product of our resistance to an experience. So it's less about what's actually happening on the surface as much as it is about the meaning that we're giving to it and whether we are being accepting or resistant to that experience in our thinking. If we're trying to, if we're fighting against the situation, if we're fighting with ourselves, that's where, that's what invokes the suffering. Um, so two people can be in the exact same circumstances and feel completely different about it <laughs> just based on the way that they're thinking about interpreting the situation. Yep. One person can look at that and be like, going back to what we said earlier, this is an opportunity for me to grow. I, I welcome this. I embrace this. I love this. Yeah. And another person can say, I, I don't want this right now. I, I want something else. I, why is this happening to me? And that victimhood mentality, you know, that resistance is what's causing that, that experience of suffering. Now, the other thing I will say to this, and it's kind of, I think this is what it kind of leads into, is while, yes, your, your shift in perception and thinking may not immediately invoke a, a change in reality, I think there's also something powerful to be said about our power as creators and one of the things I often come back When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to is that our reality is a projection of us and what we're holding in our energetic fields. The world is a mirror. I don't know if you're, you're familiar or you, you subscribe to this sort of perspective, but the way that I approach my life, and it's certainly served me, and the, the insight that both has come from within as well as from guidance that, that I resonate with and, and certainly um, I'm open to, is that Grow your- our reality acts as a mirror. Our physical realities reflects onto us a representation of our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings that is of our inner world. And so a shift, an internal shift of being, state of being, and what's occurring in our internal world is exactly 
what's going to project into, create, and manifest into the physical reality that you experience. And the only reason why I bring this up is because gratitude is a mode and state of feeling like you have, feeling appreciative of what you have, and the way that your reality will reflect that to you is by showing you more and more to be appreciative for, more and more that aligns with feeling abundant first. And we, you know, one thing you want to talk about, you're big into it, I am too. We have different modes, there's so many. Spirituality is an activation, but how do we activate that? Or how are, how, how are some, some ways that you do it? I mean, you just mentioned stepping into gratitude being a huge way, right? Gratitude like immediately changes your, your focus, your point of view. Um, but what, what are some different techniques that you teach individuals in your school and even for yourself though? Like what are some of the, the, the things that bring that, that brings that shift? 100%. So first thing I'll say is that, you know, these tools, these techniques, they they can support us and if you feel inspired to use them yes yes use them um there's there's so many at your disposal that you can you can play around with and see what works for you um again a gratitude practice affirmations these things if they feel good and feel relevant and right to use use them if you feel that sense of elevation in 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 that i encourage that but also, and I'll come back to some of the, uh, the tools and things that I find myself using, but it's ultimately an act of presence. That's what it is. It's a practice of presence and it arrives to a state of being where it's no longer about using these tools as a stepping stone because you embody and reside in this state of presence that just naturally allows for your highest state of being, your highest experience, the flow. So what I find that all these tools are supporting us in is coming into such a state. And if we feel ourselves get knocked down, if we feel our ship, our vibrations start to drop, or we just, again, feel inspired to, to do something that feels right and good, we do that. So some of the ones that I find myself using is well, of course, meditation. Again, for me, it's it's a practice of presence. And it just ultimately comes down to what feels like the most alive thing for me to be doing in this moment. And what is going to support me in feeling as present and as alive as possible. And what tends to sort of experiences that, that I engage with presence i've gone into breath work recently i'm huge into fitness i feel like coming into the body like yoga, all kinds of training actually I'm, I'm into cardio i'm into strength training i'm into yoga um just being in the body feeling good in the body that's that for me brings me into this moment because we can get woo woo with it <laughs> but it's practical too right like people who aren't gonna you know do the breath work I say people who aren't going to do the breath work or who aren't going to meditate like you are, like you, you are breathing, you are thinking, you are imagining. So in a sense, like you're already toying with these ideas that, that are practical, 
but it's when we kind of go deeper into them, hold that magnifying glass up to the breathing, improper breathing, shallow breathing, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you know, focus meditations, focus your imagination, all of these things. When, when we hold that um, magnifying glass up to them, things change, man. You know, it become we, we, we become co-creators with God with the universe to create whatever it is that um, we want for our lives with that that shift of focus. So that's why I think these, these practices are, are good, you know? Um, And even how, you know, there's, uh, you know, meditation, take a deep breath, you know, these are taught, this is taught, you know, universally in, in, in secular institutions and schooling and, you know, if you feel overwhelmed with traffic, just take a deep breath. All of these things, they work for a reason, you know? It's just coming back to center. It's coming back to now and, and being being the observer, being the witness, um, being detached, non-judgmental. So, I mean, an idea that I've considered is meditation is just taking a moment to be mindful. And I think we can agree that being mindful throughout our days serves us. So should not the aim should not be should the aim not be to make life a waking meditation? I uh, I've come across this idea and it, it certainly makes sense to me that in such a state meditation almost becomes unnecessary. Now there's different types of meditation. There's there's certainly meditation that you you engage with for for a reason, for a purpose of um perhaps gaining insight into something and that's that's something else. Um but in terms of just the meditation of being in the moment without any judgment of it, without any attempt to change it, effort towards changing it residing in that state of acceptance and just that the sense of peace that comes from that. Um, that's something that I, I think we all seek to do throughout our lives and practicing that in a setting of here, I'm going to take some time to, to just meditate. Ultimately the, the benefit that comes from that, or I see the, the greatest benefit that comes from that is you'll more naturally reside in such a state of mindfulness through your days. So when we arrive to that, that state where we're mindful throughout, life is a meditation. And same thing with the breath work, right? It's practicing conscious, um, deep, healthy breathing that's going to support you and just feeling yeah. it's, it, that, that even that is, is just a, a form of meditation of bringing yourself to be more present. And what I'll wrap this up with here is that presence is the means by which you expand your awareness of what's here for you. And you welcome in a greater experience of reality, a more expansive experience of reality. I think that mindfulness is, uh, like I said, you know, a, a lucid dream that you are like, awake in this reality, you know, and you're not just sleeping, you're woke, like to the fullest extent of, I know that term's kind of silly these days, but being woken, but, um, being awake in the dream, 
you know, versus just being on autopilot or what I call default, you know, turning that toggle to be present is to be mindful in it. Every, every situation, not to overthink it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to like, you think that like being mindful is looking for the clues or the numbers or the synchronicities in everything. Like there's that that's there too, but to be able to see that and still be in the experience and still enjoy the, uh, the journey, you know, the unknown even versus trying to figure everything out. Um, you know, cause you know, I think there's only so much power that we have, but just to be, to know that, you know, you're loved by the universe, by a creator for me is huge, you know, and to, I have to remind myself that, you know, I have to remind myself these things. And so breath work or meditation or, or music or art and creativity, expression, like all of these things kind of help me, um, con- deep conversations, um, you know, so many things, um, but being mindful mm-hmm. of the good things and the bad, but reminding yourself it's huge, you know, and just so you're present. Cause if not, I mean, life, life will pass you by, you know, opportunities will pass you by friendships will pass you by. Everything will pass you by. If you're not like, you know, allow that, you know, you're talking about being, you know, having that gratitude, like you have the gratitude for everything, not just the good stuff, you know, like the bad stuff that you're dealing with. Like even have gratitude for that. That shifts stuff too, right? We can have, anybody can have gratitude for the good stuff, you know, the money, the, the health, the wealth, the, the beautiful wife, the great family, the, whatever it is, nice cars, shiny things that's fleeting. But when you can really sit in that gratitude of everything, like, I don't want to be here, but like, I'm, I'm aware that, uh, I, I signed up for this and I'm thankful for it. And it's an, it's a whole nother level. I think, you know, mm-hmm. I'm learning. Um, but, but again, I don't want, I want to be present in it. I don't want to be like, aha, it's almost like the Truman show. It's almost like, you know, you know, that things are set up and, you know, you're conscious that you're being watched, whether it's by angels or God or whatever, you're not alone anymore. It gets deep, you know, but, um, just to be thankful of it. I know I'm getting, yeah. I know I'm getting kind of out there, I with it, but, you, bro. but it's, I'm seeing, it's true, man. I, like, you know, you don't want, it's like, it's almost like walking into a surprise party and, but uh, you get, you still have to, you, but you knew that the party was coming. <laughs> like you knew it was a surprise party, but you still have to act surprised or you yeah. open a, you open a present that you knew you were getting, but you gotta be like, or a present that you didn't even want. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody bought you a present, a present for your birthday and yeah. you, it's like, I'm not, I'm never going to wear that shirt. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. It means the world. Awesome. Yeah. You know, you, you know, not to like trick everybody, but to you're in on the secret, man. Yeah. You know, you're I in think on the secret. The, uh, the magic there happens when you just feel happy that you got a gift. You feel, you feel the sense of, appreciation for the fact that this person <laughs> gave you a gift and yeah. you feel love for them. And yeah. that's more important to you than the actual shirt. Yes. And that's, that's what we want to tap into. Yeah. 
the love that's here for us. Not not the things, not the things. The things are fun. Things can be played with and enjoyed and, you know, but really the joy that, that we're looking to feel comes from feeling the love that's here for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and doing that in the bad stuff, the bad gifts or, you know, being cut, being, you know, pain, going through pain, like, it's this spiritual experience, this mindfulness and everything, you know, going through a meditation like that. Like one of the things that like that I'm taking my students on is like of like achieving their dreams and their goals and stepping out as healers and those things and and creating yourself and these big ideas that we all have. We all have dreams that we want to. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Manifest and there's techniques to, to get it, I believe. And I'm helping teach those things. But one of the, the big po- things that we do is like, I let them sit in the fact that like t- to let it go. Like mm. what if you never get this? What if mm. you signed up even for my course? It was deep for me, but like to lead them. But it's like, what if you signed up for this? You spent all of this money, this time, and and I and you you've been tricked. Like it's not going to work out. Like your current situation is as good as it gets. What if this is it? What if you don't get that job? What if you have to stay working for this company for the rest of your life? Like sit in that mm-hmm. and become okay with it. Like find Make peace. peace with that. Find peace yeah. with it, and like it's so it's powerful. Good. You said this exact same time. Yeah. And then once you can feel it, their fears, like even though we act like they're not there, you know, there are fears that we we all have and to help vocalize it and, and to, to feel it. Wow, that's scary. I hope it doesn't. Like, but to feel mm-hmm. it and to be okay with it and then allow it to pass and then step into those things that are in front of you, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's, it's both... The way that's coming in right now is it's both living the life you love and, and playing the game of creating a life you love, but it's also love for the life that you have. And what my experience has shown me and all the evidence is pointed to for me is loving the life you have is what leads into the manifestation of the life that you love. Um, do you do, um, do you do your own like artwork for, um, the podcast? Like we just did a talk and that you you did it. You've done all of them. Yeah. Like, uh, consistency, you Mm -hmm. know, um, 
creating that like and the reason I asked that is because like eventually even now how, how many episodes are you in to your show about 40 40 was yesterday yeah. 40 okay that's good like you can start you can go to your site and just start scrolling through all of those talks and and actually see even the artwork it's something about you know being a creator because you created that artwork that you mm. got an image of me, you cut it out, you've got another image of me talking from another episode, you blend in it, you blended it, it looks really good. You can scroll and see this. and see that you you kept oh, showing up and you continue to show up. And it all starts with like that consistency is saying yes. You can and you know, it starts with one. Like you don't you know, you don't start out at forty episodes. You start oh. off at one. And then the next one, now you've got a catalog of episodes and you've done the artwork, you've taken the time, you know, you know, like I know it could take you anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour <laughs> to do, you know, an image for your podcast art or whatever, but it means, it means more to you. I, I'm at, I'm at like almost 400, like 370, <laughs> something like that. And I did, I do, I did all of the art Every and now single one, eh? I, I go to my, I go to my, my, my page and I just start scrolling and I, you know, yeah, just like, emotions yeah. and, and, and I have catalogs of, of podcasts, a catalog of music, a catalog, you know, the, the catalog of that, that music didn't start off at a, at an album. It didn't even start off with one song. It started off at the first lyric, the first bar, the first line that you wrote, you know what I'm saying? And so everybody wants, you know, the platform, the podcast, whatever, like there's some sucky episodes in there. Like even for me, like I've gotten better. There's some sucky music in my catalog. I don't like, but um, you got through it. You own it. It's part of it. It's 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 real. It's vulnerable. But I think that creating that life or brand or whatever it is that you want for the future is to keep making, keep saying yes. Right. Keep showing up. Saying yes is showing up. And even when you don't want to. Like show up when you don't want to. That's big because most of us, if we don't want to, we'll, we'll make an excuse to get out of it, even to ourselves, not even to an obligation obligation to somebody else, but to ourselves. Uh, I'm not feeling it today. I, my energy's off, so it'll be it'll be suck if I create anything. But like, you know, I got a whole bunch of guided meditations, whole bunch of songs, and it's like there's gratitude there. You know, like, keep showing up and don't stop. It's going to grow, you know, but keep, keep, keep making the right decision every day. Like, and that's how you get into alignment to continue mm -hmm. saying yes, to continue showing up for yourself, for your future, your future self. Um, for mm -hmm. me, that's a big gratitude thing to look and to look at my, you know, my numbers and, you know, just that catalog, man, you know, of songs, time memories they all feel like yesterday like uh, even you know because like as you as you look at your catalog you're pulled they're, they're like uh they are, they're memories they're like pictures that you can go back and and you know what i'm saying Re reminisce and remember the conversations um i love it dude like uh and i, I try to encourage others you know what i'm saying to do that it's about you know continuing to show up three mm -hmm. almost 400 episodes is crazy and i did all the people are like you know and, and maybe there that comes where people are like you know you don't need to be working that hard on your thumbnails you know outsource let somebody else do it so you can do other things but 
there's a connection, man, you know, that you created it and you edited it. And um, that's why I just wanted to ask you that. Like, what what could you add to that? Just showing up, having a catalog. I mean, you know, um, students, friends, like everything. But it starts mm-hmm. with the first one. Mm-hmm. What comes through is this. Acknowledge how far you've come. I think a mode that many of us get caught up in is not feeling like we're being enough, not feeling like we're doing enough. And, you know, well, if you ever question that what you're doing is having an effect or not, you look back and see how far you come. We, I don't think the average person is doing enough acknowledging of, of how far they've, how much they've grown. Um, the other thing that kind of comes up to, to this is I do a lot of work with people to support them in activating their purpose, coming into to harmony with their purpose, carrying out their purpose. And a, a big block that I, I come across is, again, this not enoughness, especially when someone's looking to step into something new, maybe start a business, right? Um, I'm specifically working with light workers. So often there's this idea that, you know, I want to be in a certain place before I start sharing, before I start giving what I have to give because I don't yet feel like I'm, I'm yeah. there yet. So yeah. I, it's that imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. Where, but an exercise that I always love to see people light up and doing is I tell them, think back to who you were five years ago. In our case, we can look back and see the videos we made, the podcasts we made. So <laughs> yeah. even better, we can actually see the, the, the changes, but most of these people, I just say, you know, where were you? Who were you a few years ago? Think three, four years ago. Were you different? I've never had one person in my life say no. Every single person that I've asked this question to, they think about it like, oh yeah, I was a lot different. And then I ask them, now think about how far you've come. Think about, and maybe not even just in your physical reality, but Think about how you've grown as a person, how you've changed in terms of the way that you're thinking, the way that you're feeling, all that you've learned, all the growth that took place. Have you, have you changed? Has things improved in that regard? Again, not a single person I've ever asked this question says, no, I haven't grown in these last three years. Every single person says, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, I've, definitely. And you can see them start to tune into what I'm getting them to realize. Um, so they start feeling that, they start realizing that, oh, yeah, okay, I've come a long way. Then I say to them, you are the evidence that your experience is valuable. You are the direct evidence that what you have to share, which is your experience, has the potential to invoke in someone a transformation because it's invoked in you that transformation. That's all you need to know that what you have to offer is valuable because you can look back at your journey and see how, what you've experienced, all that you've learned, all that you've gone through has supported you in your growth. Don't forget to give yourself credit for this and don't for a moment realize how powerful you are. 
Yeah. That's that's all of us, man. We talked a little bit about it. I think we talked about it off maybe we were on air, I don't know, but just like even for what we're doing, like number looking at numbers and algorithms being against you and having, you know, um good months or whatever versus bad months and new people finding out and our, our minds get wrapped around those numbers and um I have to remind myself of that for for many different reasons, you know, that uh like if it still has that impact on that one person. You know what I'm saying? That is worth it. Um uh, my numbers aren't what they used to be years ago when I first started. Um I was killing it. Even the content wasn't as good, but it was I mean it was decent, I guess. The quality wasn't as good, but the early earlier days of YouTube, you know, I'd do an episode on on YouTube and I would get 50,000 views on an episode that wasn't good at all, you know, 60,000, 40,000, you know, and, and I don't even, I don't touch those numbers on almost any video, uh, anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like now, um, the people who do listen, the people who are the couple hundred that are LinkedIn, like, you know, probably just shy under of like a thousand people who listen per month or whatever, um, consistently, um, I feel like they're more engaged. I mm. feel like there's more fruit. There's more of a community and a camaraderie, you know, in that, you know, because you, you have to look at the good of it all. You know what I'm saying? Because you can easily be in that place of like, you know, my stuff sucks now and everybody can do what I can do. Now everybody's copying what I've done. And like, there's so many different ways to, to step into that and, and uh, but changing your perspective. But um, even for us of like, you know, people reaching out to you, to you, telling you how much of an impact you've had. It's easy when they do that. Right. And, uh, but not everybody does, not everybody lets you know. Um, and then you have the people who reach out and, and kind of troll you and, you know, tell you how stupid you are or how wrong you are or how, how, how bad your voice sucks or you're stuttering or you're whatever it is. Um, do you, you get that stuff too? Do you get trolls or, or people like some of the weird, it, it doesn't hurt as much. Cause you know, like maybe early on it did, you know? Um, but now I kind of like, I, I know what it is kind of thing versus like mm -hmm. early on, you're like seeking, seeking validation from people, you know, versus knowing the impact that you have, even if it is and being okay that even if it's just on for, for one person, you know what I'm saying? That impact. Yeah. You know, I I guess I could say fortunate enough that um, I haven't really been on the end of too much of that, to be honest. I, it hasn't really been too much of a, hasn't really popped up too much, but um, definitely to, to a point that, that you're making here that I want to, to touch on is we got to stop looking outside of ourselves for for validation or for any source of even gratification. I mean, yeah, it's on, on one plane of thought, it's, it's nice to see the numbers go up even, right? I, sure, it's, it's, it's cool to see the growth in the numbers and to see that, that take off and we can play that game and enjoy that, sure. But if that's where we're drawing our, our sense of fulfillment, when something like this happens, 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Depends where, you know, maybe things aren't going as well or they're not moving as quickly. Where is the motivation going to come from? That, that shouldn't, I don't think, should be your motivation, right? I, I don't think that if we're entirely, entirely focused on the outcome, um, we're, in fact, I feel like that will hold us back <laughs> in terms of our progress because mm-hmm. time and time again, my experience has told me, and I, I hear this from some of the greats, the people that are doing great work, the people that have gone the distance is what matters more than anything, anything, really hear this, is loving the process. Loving the process, loving the moment you're in. You're a creator, so I know. You're an artist. I know you know what I'm talking about here. When it's more about being in that mode of creating, when it's more about making that song opposed to having it heard when it's more about I'm right here with my boy having a great conversation and I'm just enjoying that opposed to what do I have to say in order to make sure that <laughs> I get more followers out of this? Yeah. I love well, what, what can I'm I doing. not say to offend people. That's a big one too. <laughs> too much in our heads, man, too much yeah. in our heads about the things yeah. that don't matter when we're loving what we're doing and we're doing what we love. One, we've come back to what matters, which is there's only now. And the truest thing you got is this moment and how much joy you're allowing yourself in this moment. And then the other thing I'll even say to this too is in that, that pursuit of results, tangible results in your, in your numbers or whatever that means to you, you'll actually see so much more success. And this, again, has been my experience as well as so many that I've, I've heard speak to um, this. It's You'll see so much more success when you're bringing the energy of loving the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen that? Is that at all relate to your experience? Yeah, you now, see- now, you know, um, I guess the grind and the hustle early on was different. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you wanted to succeed. You wanted to make an impact. You wanted to, I wanted to leave my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's a lot of people there, you know? So now I look back, you know, and I miss things, you know what I'm saying? That I had back then, even though I hated my job, there was other things of like how I created and I didn't have to create. It just naturally came out of me. 
you know, there's a lot of different things that we forfeit and, and change uh, as our situations change. And so, you know, now I could, you know, definitely, um, you know, even having a kid, man, that's growing up and, and that's like a timeline of your life of like when your kid was, you know, a toddler and your kid's not a teenager and now my kid's driving and got her own car and, you know what I'm saying? And driving me around, you know what I'm taking me to the store and all kind of stuff. Like, you know, um, I force myself to be present. I force myself to enjoy it, you know, cause it, it ain't, this life is a vapor, you know, this, uh, so I want to be present and enjoy all of it. Even the sucky part, even the, you know, everything that's that going back to that mindfulness of being in the moment and be even, like I said, being in those situations that even you don't like, but it's like, and I think even me graduating from like, even like that job thing, um, of wanting to, of wanting to leave that job so bad, I was like willing to do anything or what I needed to do the inner work or whatever. It wasn't until I got so antsy at the end, like I kind of felt like a, it felt like a, a death sentence and it felt like so much stuff, but it wasn't until I was able to say, quit thinking about it, you know what I'm saying? And just show up and do my job that I was, uh, that I'm paid to do and show up and, and stop projecting my consciousness in my mind outside of myself. It was good to get a game plan, but, um, mm-hmm. but to be present at that job that you hate and to be okay with it and to think, be thankful move move into gratitude even with that job that I had been at for 10 years that became like I, I prayed for that job you know what I'm saying like that job was a blessing and an opportunity for me and that, but it had you know become so stagnant and I started to complain about the things that 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 I prayed for and I'm starting to complain so it wasn't until I was able to shift um you know my my awareness and, and, and move into gratitude and stay in it right because there's days you know good days bad days you're all over the place but to make that that mindful decision that I'm going to enjoy it. Then there's even stuff that I miss, you know, when I got let go from that job and I was able to step into this. Like I had customers and, and friendships that I had made over the years that I don't, even, I don't get to see them people no more that I literally like enjoyed and the process, man. And being in your skin, doing the stuff that you don't like. You're lucid in this dream, man. You know, and so no matter where you are, no matter where you're going, bring that gratitude with you and that that will help you stay awake in the dream so that you can um, be a co-creator with God for your future, Mm -hmm. your destiny, not just you, but for other people, you know, Um, it goes so far. But yeah, enjoying the journey. Yeah, you know, and I I love that you brought it to being a being a co-creator because um kind of brings me back to a point that i was trying to make earlier and it's from that space of of gratitude and and love in life and regardless of what's panning out more energy comes through you more energy comes through you more power starts to come through you and we can get this is where we can get a little bit woo-woo if you want but i truly believe that our creative power our ability to manifest our realities flows more freely when we are in that higher vibration of gratitude. So if there's attachment to outcome and you're judging what you have as not being enough and thinking about what you want, 
then that inherently is going to block you from manifesting what you want. But if you come back to what it seems like you're describing, which is you started to be a little bit more grateful, a little bit more, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up regardless of the situation I'm in. Sometimes that's what brings through the power that's going to allow you to manifest yeah. something greater. Yeah, and it, and, and it wasn't long after that I did that, you know? So it becomes, one may wonder, perhaps that's what's waiting. Perhaps that's what's waiting to happen. Not until we make peace with what we have, will we get what we want. Yep, feeling it. You know, feeling it, knowing that it's uh, it's available versus that I can never, or I'm going to be here forever. I'm stuck, you know, moving. Quit thinking about it, you, you know? I mean, because it doesn't change it. It goes back to the beginning of what we were saying. Like, you know, it literally you didn't change anything physically, no matter how you approached it. You're still showing up at that job. You still got to pay the bills. You still got to do this. Um, but your relationship with that changes. The way that you mm-hmm. respond, how productive you are, your energy, your peace, you know, that you carry. Um, the job doesn't get to steal it because the job doesn't, you know, if it, maybe if the job gave you the peace, then the job could take it away. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess as spiritual individuals, you know that, you know, your peace doesn't come from anything material because this stuff is replaceable and it breaks and it has wear and tear and it disappears. So if your peace is in this stuff, you're 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 constantly trying to find and there's a lot of people though who do find their peace in, in their situations and stuff. We have to transcend that and move into that gratitude. You know, even like looking over your life again, seeing what you're you're thankful for and shifting into gratitude. But then for me it goes back to the breath and, and, and the heartbeat, you know? Cause um things come, situations change, people come and go, people who you never thought, you know, friendships and companions and marriages and you know everything Nothing lasts forever yeah but it's while all... it's here thankful for the yeah. journey in the process that's that's where we find our deep sense of unwavering bliss and peace that is core to it all it's in finding that within oneself finding that within the true self rather than looking for it in something material because the moment you start to attribute your happiness to something outside of you, whether that's something that you currently have or something that you want in your life, you're giving away your power, the power within you to find that within yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's why we start with that. We start with reconnecting with that. And then we approach the game of life from the space of, unwavering joy unwavering peace and now that's not to say that we'll never slip up and i'm not saying that i don't ever find myself dropping into a low vibration i'm not i'm not there yet um at the same time i am here and i'm right here is the only place that i need to be but um we can we can find it in ourselves to 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 be in that that sense regardless and approach the game of life as as just that a game that we're detached from in terms of it's not something we're emotionally invested in but we're playing it joyously we're playing it joyously and then our creative power starts to flow and we start to create 
whatever it is we want to create. What is it that you want to create? I love that you asked that. I want to create a more harmonious, unified, loving and playful world. When I envision, when I dream, I've trained myself to dream for the collective, for humanity, for the planetary consciousness. It's not just about me, it's about the experience, the entire experience. Um, and I can feel into this world of, of unity where strangers look across each other on the street and their family. Like two kids at a playground. Now, have you experienced that, like, with people, a connection, and what and what connected you? Because I've I've experienced it too. But have you? Because you you, got, you have to ask yourself, like, whether it's trust with a stranger, you know, uh, and but there's other people you meet, and it's just like they're not even there. There's no connection. But those like strangers, you know, that they get it. They're a brother, you know. There's energy. Yeah. Do you experience that with, with people, with strangers? I have. I have. You know, you're describing kind of just like first meeting someone and there's just like that heartfelt connection. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I think at this point, it's it's just a, it's just a resonance, like this this resonance that you feel with someone that points to a connection that you have. You're just you're 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 in in energetic alignment with one another mm-hmm. um and there's a reason for that but i feel um, like there's standards to that uh like an integrity that you can just pick up on like you just you're doing a quick reading of the individual almost you know like you know that yeah. this person holds himself to similar unspoken standards that you know yeah. them you know them though it's weird like you know this Bro- person ain't gonna try to you know, do you harm? Like you can judge, you can tell their intentions. You can feel even. that. You can yeah. feel that. And more and more, I'm I'm so certain that's going to become more common. I mean, it's becoming more common already. I'm having more of these. You asked me a few years ago, I haven't had any of these types of re- relationships. They're very rare, right? Yeah. And now, you know, they're starting to show up more and more. And that just speaks to, well, ascension. That speaks to our collective humanity um, ascending to a high vibration and, I, I truly do believe we're going to arrive in a place where strangers are family. There's, um, let's see. I want to find this scripture, but it's a beautiful scripture because for me it's like, and I, I don't want to make it a religious thing, like a religion thing, but for me, you know, it, it's uh, for those who are really in tune with Christ, like the spirit of love and unity. And I think there's people outside of like Christianity, but for me like that, like, Cause there's Christians who are dirty people, like they're evil people, right? It doesn't, so it's not about the religion, but it's about somebody who like really gets it. And I know you probably wouldn't call yourself a Christian, but you get it. You are tapped into the spirit of love, the infinite breath and life of God. But for me, like it's definitely been through that because that's, that's the world that I was in. You know what I'm saying? To be able to meet somebody and to be able to know them by their love. Um, that's one of the things that Jesus says. He says that, the world will know that you are my disciples by your love one for another. 
Like other people will know that you follow me, not because you told them, not because you wear a t-shirt or whatever it is. You have to introduce yourself or whatever, but they will know that you love me because of your love one for another. But there's a scripture. I think it's, um, let's see. Let me, uh, I, I think, I, let's see. There's a scripture that says, Second Corinthians 5.16 says, Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth we know him no more. But it says, Know not any man after the flesh. And what that's talking about is to know them by their spirit to be able to and that's what we're talking about being able to judge being able to pick up i remember going to um uh when i was having this awakening i went to the indian powwow for thanksgiving for on the reservation and there was this man who was selling books he had a little stand selling books and i don't know i was just all of this was like really new to me to go in deeper and i was really big on the on the ufo alien stuff and the star people, you know, they're just different names and stuff. And I remember asking this man, like, have you ever heard of the star people or whatever? But I remember shaking his hand and I can feel that energy. Like I, sh- I shook his hand and like, I didn't want to let go. Like there was a mutual, we both felt it, an old Indian man. And, um, he can feel me and I felt him and, um, and it was beautiful. And, um, you know, and it wasn't after the flesh. It's something that's unspoken. Knowing them after the spirit. Being able to read their spirit. Because there's other people you don't, you know, you don't gel with or, but you know them, you know, just, you know, rubbing shoulders with them or passing mm-hmm. by. You know that, no, they don't, they don't get it. But you meet random strangers that get it. Yeah. See, I think that says something about where they're vibrating, how they're vibrating, certainly. But I also believe that maturely it's about what we're seeing in another. So it's going to be easier at this stage of our development to, to feel that from someone. But what I think we need to bring it back to is we have this capacity to see someone for who they really are Mm -hmm. see them for the love that they really are and in us perceiving of that and looking towards another individual and realizing that they're made of the same thing that we are that this is oneness that this is love that everything what they might be expressing on the surface is may not always be a reflection of their their highest essence and seeing them for who they really are is the means by which one, we have that experience of connection and love with those around us. And then two, what I'll also say is it brings that out in them. Yeah. It invites that out in them. People gravitate towards becoming and being the version of themselves that we see in them. So when I look towards my family and and I see them for who they really are opposed to what they might be expressing in that time. I always see that it has this effect of bringing them to be more expressive of 
their their highest potential, their highest love. Yeah, I'm huge on that too. And uh, and going back to Jesus, my teacher, um, he was able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, even as you read the stories and stuff, and then we look at—I mean, we read, read the stories, but obviously we look at ourselves in reflection to that. But you know, a lot of people judged individuals off of, and they were known by their ailments or known by their title and what they did. Um, mm-hmm. People who had like handicaps or, um, you know, diseases or whatever—they're known as the leper. Jesus didn't see that he was go- he hung around those people. He healed them, and the and the reason he could heal them is because he he can see he saw the greatness inside of them. He saw, you know, things about them that they didn't even see about themselves. Um, being able to judge, um, and when I say judge or discern, um, not by outer appearance, but the motives of the heart, mm-hmm. and to look through that individual i've talked about this a lot we got to be reminded i have to be reminded and not to judge by the outward appearance but judge by the heart the heart and be able to call that greatness out of individuals jesus did it man and um and it allowed for him to have some really powerful experiences with with strangers and with friends and people who are close to him and even his enemies you know what i'm saying his enemies who became his biggest allies right your enemy a person that's persecuting you, who wants to kill you, who has made it their obligation and plan to take you out, like an encounter with him, because he 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 didn't respond with hatred; he responded with love. He saw the the greatness inside of them, and now that person that was trying to kill you, who had made it their plan, is now one of your biggest fans, allies, and is on your team now, because he saw the greatness inside of them. The thing that was ailing them, the thing that made them that way, you know, um, he's able to speak to it. And that's just, that's not just Jesus. Like that's, he's an example for us to be able to look at those people. And if our enemies, for sure, be thankful for your enemies, be thankful. I mean, he tells us that in the scriptures, be thankful when men persecute you, be thankful when people gossip and slander about you. Like, Step into thankfulness, gratitude, experience yeah. it. At least they're talking about you, you know. At least, at least they're mentioning you. At least you're not forgotten, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though you're a target. Like, be thankful, man, and in in all things, give thanks, be present, because situations change. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's being that for the entirety of the experience, opposed to. Judging and labeling things as good, bad, this, yeah. that. Um, I like this. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, you come into a mode where I'm just grateful for it all, right? And of course, there's going to be certain things that becomes more difficult to to feel that way around. But it's it's really let's be grateful for love. For one, for God, for source, for spirit, for this, for now. Yeah. It's fleeting. Time. I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news, but it's real. That's why you need, I I, I go after the moment, man. Mm. You know, time is weird. 
and your relationship with it and how you view it and it's speeding up like as you get older and like so much mm. stuff you know so it's like you know and you know make impressions make friendships um make the most of it make the most of it be present and no matter what you're doing sitting in a waiting room like just be present in that damn waiting room like it doesn't matter where you are you know on that job that you hate man be present like you know with your lover in your arms be present you know with whatever it is be present that's it, it right it, there man that's that's it that's everything that we're everything that we're looking for is found in that cuz in like you know being lucid in those dreams you can change stuff you know like like literally when you have a lucid dream like when you're like hey this is a dream you can change I'm going to fly I'm going to yep. fly I'm you going to you know whatever you want to do like i'm yeah. gonna yeah whatever and and so but, but to be lucid in this dream to be lucid if, now you know what if we can change our realities in the very same way in the belief that we could the reason why we are able to do that in lucid dreams is because we believe we can yeah <laughs> so why not be open to the possibility that this is just a dream in the same very way? Believe you can. See what happens. Everything comes out of the imagination. The imaginatrix, if you will. I like that. You know, Definitely. everything. It's so get a game every- plan. Through mindfulness, through meditation, through prayer, you know, get clear-headed and see what you want for your life and bring it into your reality. It can be done and it can continue to be done. Not just one time, you know, continue making those goals and continue moving forward. Many masters it, have spoken these words, my friend. many masters share with us the exact same thing that you're saying. And many have shown many seem to be living examples of what is possible. So this is not about, I always like to say that this is not about blindly believing this. It's about being open to the possibility of more. Being open to the possibility that you are an infinite being, that you are limitless in what you can create and reach for that and see what you discover. It's good, man. Being in it, being mindful, gratitude. I, I love creating that for people, you know, obviously. I mean, when I, when I talk about those catalogs, like of podcasts, of meditations, of music, it's all about that, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, I'm super blessed um, to be mindful, to create those things. <clears throat> and then for them to like do what, what I created them to do, to bring forth healing, to inspire, to take you on a journey. You know, it, it it's all the same thing, you know, being the healer, it comes through my music, it comes through my podcast, it comes through my meditations, my course, my one-on-one session, like anything that I, my book, like anything I do, it's, 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 it's a calculated step, I would say. And, um, mm-hmm. to encode it with healing, to, with love, with laughter, even people who know me like in the flesh, like in person, I'm a, I'm a jokester. I, I make people, I keep people laughing. I will degrade mm. myself or humiliate myself to, to bring a smile yeah. to your face and, and make you laugh 
because it's healing because it's it, you know Seriously. laughter is a is a medicine and um yeah. it's such an honor to be a part of that and facilitate that and i want to do more it's not over creativity it's, using it to to continue doing it. it's not just me like i'm using myself as an example but other people too like whatever you want to create that that brings change and brings hope like manifest it man create it make it write a poem write a a book a devotional a meditation like they're so e it's easy easier done than said probably just to create it bring it to this reality talk to me about what it feels like to be in that that mode of just creative flow mm, describe uh, to me that state yeah it's it's good i mean there's different ways to tap into it that I'm learning, you know? Um, but it is through sp spiritual practice, man, to be in the alignment and to create an, an encounter or experience and then be able to take people with you, you know? It's, it's, What's yeah. it feel like for you? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's amazing, like, but... It's becoming harder in some areas with music for me. Mm -hmm. Music's becoming a lot harder to do um, because I, I've exhausted my vocabulary and and maybe saying, that's because you're just you, you don't want to be doing that at this time. It just depends, <laughs> like because when I when I do, I mean my music's always been hard. It's never been easy, but there are flow states. But now in the flow states. I can't, I don't want to say as a creator, as a, you know, being hard on yourself, you know, uh, of, of making like next level stuff. There's a lot that goes into it. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. for music anyway, you know, writing lyrics and, uh, some of it's easy. It is modes, man. But the yeah. having the finished product is so awesome. I mean, I, I encourage people to get my book and, and even get the audio book, but holding this thing and maybe it's just me you know because it's like a different but when i hold this book man it just it's so different dude like it just feels like a, a relic even like i don't know um i, I totally it's, it's, i can't relate but i'm i can only imagine that that's probably so fulfilling for you to to you created that you created that you that's it you and, and there's always going to be some sort of bond and connection with a creation of yours mm -hmm. um because you remember what 
that experience of <laughs> you know you you had that moment yeah. with, with it's it's a living entity man it's like it has a life of its own our, our creations there's an energy to it there's consciousness imbued in those creations and your 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 time in that creative process is is a bonding with that so when it comes out and you're holding that it's like i've been with you for so long yeah um I relate that back to God because when I say co-creators, I believe we're made in his image, the image of a creator God that creates. Mm -hmm. It's what he does or it does, whatever you want to you know, call it. Um, and we're, we have that in us. We create. We create mm -hmm. podcasts. We create hope. We create joy. We can create destruction. We can create negativity. We can create whatever we want. But the fact that we're going to use that and hone it in for good and, 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 and create something that's going to make somebody's experience a little bit better uh their burdens a little bit lighter to bring a smile to bring joy um and then we we create something as a book or a music or a podcast and then we get to show it to people or a painting let's just say a painting i say painting i, I even love this artwork like it invokes things when you see it like um you know being able to show it to people and even though i, I didn't create this but anything i do create the music the meditations um, out of that place of beauty and then we get to show it to people hey check it out and people are like oh my god I love this this is amazing people cry people it changes their lives and I, I can't help but put myself in in like in not in God's shoes but just to, to, to think of our heavenly father feeling the same way when we look at a sunset when the sky is painted purples and blues and these gradients of like hey you know, this is, this is beautiful to be able to, you know, whatever it is that you're enamored with, that's natural, you know, of, of breath work, you know, I can breathe a certain type of way and instantly feel bliss. I mean, you, you name it just, I mean, we can exhaust it. Um, that God's like, Hey, what, what do you think about it? I painted the <laughs> sky. I created this, these mountains. What do you think? I want you to see this. Let's go into other realms too. Let's talk about different dimensions and, and realms and, and things that we, you know, astral projection. And like, I want you to see these. I have secrets that I want to show you. What'd you think about it, man? What'd you think about it when you felt that freedom, when that joy, that, that non-attachment, what did that feel like? like? It's because of me that you're able to experience that. So I put myself like, I have to think of, you know, not myself in, in that, but it's a similar, you know? To be able to show off your creation, yeah, the thing that you created, and especially when it's bringing joy, you know, there's people, you know, we got to be mindful. There's people, you know, creating stuff that's just man, you know, bringing destruction or like moving people to, you know, want to take their own lives or, you know, bullying, and you're creating all of this nonsense. And may and I think a lot of us there's a contrast there because we know it. I used to do it, you know. Um, whether it's being a bully or stealing or, you know, being in a gang and, and whatever, you know, self-destruction, self-destructive behaviors that I was in, I know that it exists and it's dark. And I still, as a creator, I have the power to even go there. I don't want to, like, I don't, it's not my goal. Um, I have to be careful. I have to watch my words. Again, we're talking about like what we want to say, think of good things or deep things to say versus like, there's things that I can say right now that will, you know, the life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I want to be mindful and I don't want to use 
um, anything for, for ill gain or reasons or to hurt somebody. I've done it in the past. We all have, and, and we still do it, but, um, you gotta be mindful of that. We still have that power to create or with the creator comes the destroyer. You can't mm. have a creator without a destroyer, you know? Mm. And, and and God is both and we are both. Um so and, and there's there's times to destroy. There's times to tear down. But and hopefully hopefully it is destroying the, the blocks and the walls and right, things in your way that, that that hold you back. You know, the limitations destroy the bondage, the yokes, and the heavy burdens that we carry, you know. And we create that so that we can learn from it and then destroy it. Yeah. And I also think there's something important that is coming from what you're sharing, and it's that our greatest joy is found in creating joy for others. Yeah. Sooner or later, we're all going to realize that, that our greatest state, our greatest joy flows through our intention and process of creating that for others. Yeah. I mean, that's what healing's about. That's what guided meditation is. That's what energy work is about. Hey, I felt this bliss and I want you to feel it. It's always, I mean, you know, even going back to my younger self, whether it was drugs or alcohol, like, Hey, I want you to feel this. I want you to experience this. And then, so now it's through, blissful meditation and energy healing and tapping into the spirit and angelic and people can, others can experience it. That's the beautiful thing about it. Like it is mm -hmm. transferable. We can bring people with us even. And that's shoot. That's I give them my life to it. You know, the spirit realm and, um, communicating that mess, that message. That's where we, derive purpose from that's why everyone's looking for hopefully being in residing in a sense of purpose it's a purpose of giving on to others and we we come alive in that we come alive in feeling ourselves become greater versions of ourselves in what we are giving in purposeful giving and that's why you do everything that you're doing. And that's why it's having the effect that it's having because you're in a purpose of supporting, serving others. What is it? Um, the quote, I, um, I think it's Zig Ziglar. I'm not sure, but if you help others get what they want, you will always be able to get what you want. If you help others get what, what they want and we can look at that in business, right? It's a business quote, but, People want to be happy. People want to be mm -hmm. free. People want to be, people want to experience joy, you know, even if they don't know that they want it, like help mm -hmm. them get what they want and then it'll be mm -hmm. given back unto you. So we talk about yeah. do, doing energy work and energy healing and leading that stuff. I get healed in the midst of that. I get to feel that beautiful bliss and a wave of energy that is coming to me and through me to the individual. Um, it yeah. feels so good. You know what I'm saying? And I need it. It'll bring tears to my eyes and, you know, heal me. You know, you're just there in the proximity and you get healed just because you're around mm -hmm. it. You mm -hmm. know, you'd be that, you'd be that energy for them. Um, another way that I like to look at this is if you want something, give that. Yeah. Yep. 
you want joy you give joy <laughs> you want abundance you give abundance yeah. and that's why we have to come into this mode of of selflessness and giving because if we don't feel abundant then you won't feel like you have anything to give and coming from that place you stay in that space of scarcity but the moment you shift the focus on giving to people more abundance flows to you because it flows into you to flow through you yeah be what you need needed you know that's my thing be what i needed when i was yeah, younger you but brought that even, up in our conversation yeah. but even that. now like be what you like when you see you experience things uh loneliness and suffering and those things to uh it, it gives you a, a natural empathy and you can be you can I believe God, the spirit allows you to experience that. So you'll speak to it, you know, like you allows you to see something and to minister to it, a need, um, you know, going through, I mean, for me, like, you know, gossip was something big. Like, uh, when I, I had like, I have preachers that do sermons about me and sneak this and all kind of, and I've heard, I had like gossip of like, lots of people because I come from that background of, you know, the Christian ministry thing. But then when I stepped out of that and kind of embraced this other, um, stream being more open or talking about whatever it is that, that I was into, um, spirituality, UFOs, aliens, whatever. Um, I got to, I got to feel that like gossip, like a bunch of people talking about you or even reading blogs about you. Um, and I know what it feels like. So I feel like God allowed me to experience that so that I wouldn't do it, you know, and I wouldn't, I know how powerful words are to, uh, you know, to be mindful when you speak, at least try to anyway. I've, um, even with gossip, like I've heard people gossip, but you're not supposed to be able to hear that. Like when people, people gossip and talk about, about you behind your back for a reason, you're not supposed to hear it. But when it gets back to you or, something happens where you do hear it, 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 it really bothers you, you know? Um, so I know what that feels like. I got to experience it. Um, so I, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then other things too, just like in your day to day, speak to that. Cause you're not the only one going through it. You're like, whether you feel lonely or, or nobody cares about you or whatever the case is, like, there's other people who feel that way. So that should be something you speak to. And I guess what the, most people would step into the imposter syndrome and they wouldn't speak to it because they feel like they're dealing with it. But if you want help, what's the best way to help people get through that or for yourself to get through it is to help someone else. Yeah. Like whether it's poverty, whether it's like, you know, depression, whatever, like we all deal with, all kinds of things, but, um, become selfless and help somebody speak to it for others. And you'll find yourself getting healed from it as well. Going through it. Yeah. That's where it's no longer this dichotomy between selflessness and selfish, even because you realize that the greatest thing that you can do for anyone is the same the one and the same as the greatest thing that you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. 
one of the same thing. Good. Your highest purpose and your truest desires are the same path. Yeah, and I, I'm talking about being empathic too. You know, mm. like feeling for others. Yeah, and, and you know, you receive it as your as your own. You know, in your body, or you think that you just you know, having a bad day or an off day or whatever, but speak to that thing. Speak yeah. to that depression. Speak to that hopelessness, you know, speak sadness that you're feeling because you're not alone. The biggest lie is that you are alone. You're mm-hmm. the only one going through that. That that gives birth to like a mess, messiah complex too. You know, thinking that you're the only one that's chosen or the only one with a message or the last one. Like that's weird. I don't know if you ever met any of those people. They come in the spiritual circles and in the mm-hmm. religious circles too. And that's very strange uh, to mm-hmm. meet those people. But it, it works with both, you know, po- uh, polarities, you know. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. <laughs> I don't like those people. <laughs> Yesterday, um, someone on the podcast actually said it. Like, the real masters are the ones that, and this is something I often come back to, is the real masters are the ones that, are trying to get you to realize you don't need to listen to them, that you're the master that. Yeah. So I, I, the way that I used to put that is a leader is someone that's trying to get you to find a leader within yourself. Not the one that's trying to amass followers, Yeah. but is trying to get you to a place where you don't even want to or need to follow them. Yeah, I know. Right. That's a big difference. Jordan Maxwell, you know, he always would quote, he'd say, never trust the person who's claimed that they found the truth, but always trust the person who's seeking it. Like that seeker, like you can, and even like identifying that I've spoken to this many times too, but like being able to discern with a, what a, a teacher, someone who's sharing this esoteric, any information really, but like to see their heart, I don't give a damn what you can teach me teach me how to communicate with aliens by blinking my eyes, teaching me how to see spirits in the room, teaching me what, I don't care what it is. Like I want to, I want to know the spirit of what you're teaching in that you are, you know, I can feel it. I can, my discernment totally works in that, in that, that way. Um, and I can't receive from people who are teaching from a place of arrogance. Um, know-it-alls can't, you know, can't be told, can't be corrected. You know, all of that stuff comes into play for me. Um, mm-hmm. Where they're coming from. Yeah. And yeah, because there's a lot of people that's teaching from that place of trying to put on a, a persona, put on a, a show. It's less about the giving and more about what they end up looking like. Right. Don't, don't be coming from that place. Don't, yeah. don't give to look like a certain thing give because you want to well one again you want others to be supported and received but also knowing that you're going to endure and experience that that same very thing and seeing people in their bliss too sharing in their bliss because they're happy and they're where they're supposed to be is different you know what I'm saying than seeing people like People could tell, like when I was on that job, like people could tell, like, uh, he, you don't want to be here. Like it comes yeah. through, you know, 
But when people are sharing from a place of, and you know, where they're just, they have the gratitude or sharing from a place of love or that's what they were created to do, you can tell. They shine. Mm-hmm. They shine. So if you're hearing about an, somebody's teaching you or telling you about an encounter or an experience that is real or changed their life, it, it comes across, you know, versus like trying to trick you or, I don't know. I just love to see people in their element and helping people find that. You know, I know that's what you do too. Like the, the awakening and the activation and ascension is really about finding your purpose for sure. Figuring out what that is, you know. We're in this together, family. We're in this together now. Yep. That's how I live my life. We'll make it through somehow. Yep. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Well, uh, man, I've enjoyed this talk, bro. And uh, I know yeah, we can just keep going on, just kind of. Uh, I'll you tell know. you what, why don't we just put it in the ether that we'll have another one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Always enjoy talking with you. Um, let people know where they can go to find out more about your work and uh, all that good stuff. Everything sure, you bring to the table. Um, I guess the the two main things that comes up is. I have a podcast of my own. Um, perhaps the best episode to start with is the one I did with Truth Seeker, episode 39. You can find that togetherreascend.com forward slash awaken 39. So when you put that number at the end, it'll go to that episode specifically. So togetherreascend.com forward slash awaken. And that's on all the major podcast streams. But that website will get you links to you know Spotify, iTunes, all the different platforms however you want to catch it um youtube been really uh trying to to put more into to my youtube channel so same idea the uh the podcast is on youtube so if you go to the podcast and you can find the youtube there too uh and the last thing that i uh i love to always just kind of put out an invitation for is we're uniting and activating light workers um those that have heard the call to serve others, know that they're here for something greater, ready to serve a higher purpose. These are the types of individuals that we're bringing together and we're supporting in the Ascended Academy. Uh, That's the program, the initiative that I founded. It's getting to the point where it's no longer mine. It's a a co-creation of all these amazing beings that are coming together. We do group sessions. We... um, we have our activation process that supports one in activating their purpose. So a lot going on in the academy right now. And again, I'm just humbled by and absolutely blessed to to have the sort of individuals that are joining us there. Um, it's an online platform. It's, it's weekly gatherings. And it's, it's a space of unity. And it's been feeling really, really good these days. So... Any of you that are hearing this invitation that feel a sense of resonance with this or has an interest in connecting with others on this path, um, you can go over to academy.togetherweascend.com to to learn more about what we got going on. Good stuff, man. Love it, bro. Uh, Again, thanks for hanging out. And I'm sure we'll do it again, bro. Many blessings to you. And thanks for hanging out with me in the audience. Likewise, brother. It's always my pleasure. All right, bro. Talk with you soon, man. Take care. Shalom, shalom. Brian Henry, ladies and gentlemen. 
Love that brother. Good dude. Um, make sure you go check out his podcast. Check out the episode that we did together. It was really good. Really good talk. Um, and, um, yeah, talking about engaging your perfected self and just, you know, there's a version of you. Um, there's, there's many versions of you out there, right? I think the internet gets, allows us to create, to create ourselves and to show people different aspects of ourselves with the internet. You can be whatever you want. You just, you know, create that avatar, if you will. Um, but there's a version of you that's depressed. There's a version of you that's blessed. There's a, per- a version of you, whatever you can think of, see it, engage with it, and bring it into your now, whatever it is that you want to create, that you want to move forward with, whatever you want to start. And there's ways to do it. It starts in the imagination, people, but showing up. And then being consistent with that game plan, with that vision, whatever it is, with the community, like this whole, everything is about continuing to say yes. And if you do it over a period of time, you find out that you have willed those things into your life. You have brought people, situations, jobs, relationships, creativity into your life. And you have a catalog you know, of all of these things that you kept saying yes to. Continue to say yes. It's huge. Versus continue. I mean, just look at an individual who continued to make bad choices. Same thing. You know, and it could have been you at some point, you know, could have been someone you know. Look at, you know, there's... an there's pictures of progressions of people who got on drugs, like hard drugs, whether it's heroin, crack cocaine, uh, crystal meth and things like that. People who have got on those drugs through addiction. And it wasn't like a one-time thing. It starts with a one-time thing. It starts with trying it. But you can see a progression how they continue to go down as they continue using those substances that destroy them. They're, they're, they continue to sell themselves out. They can continue to uh, harm themselves continuously, not just one week or one day, but for months, some people years, but you can tell there's a progress. There's a degression of their, their photos where a lot of them are like, you know, keep getting arrested every week or every month. And they look like a regular, beautiful, vibrant person. And then slowly, but surely, that's taken away from them. And, and some people look unrecognizable. I'll say that. Um, then there's other people who have went that path and they look sickly because they are sick. They start saying yes. They start making healthier choices. They start eating better. Their diet, a lot of different things. And then they make this progression to a person they don't even know who they used to be. Brian was talking about how, you know, you changed, you continue to change. We all are. We, we nobody stays the same. We're changing many different ways because of the things that we eat, because of the, the, the things that we're um, consuming, even through our eye and ear gates, what we're listening to about ourselves, about others. We're continuing to change, but it's showing up to continue to make those healthy, beautiful choices that you eventually step into that version of yourself that exists, that's healthy, that is loved, that is successful, that is blessed, that is beautiful. 
knowing that you already are, it's already within you, but the progression is to bring it out of you, to do the inner work. And it's about continuing to say yes. It's not showing up one day, not showing up the next. That's a gamble. You're gambling with your future. You're gambling with your health. You're gambling with your life. But when you continue to say yes, continue to show up, even when you don't want to, go into the gym, continue to go. It pays off. Hard work pays off at the end of the day. Saying yes pays off. My good friend Drew Gower, you know, he was like, what was he, close to 400, I think it was? Something crazy number, almost 400 pounds. He said, forget this, I need a change in my life. And there's ways to go about getting that change. Going to the gym, eating healthy, saying yes. Saying no to comfort food, saying no to momentary pleasures that uh, that would take a piece of you with it. Self-loathing. But he continued to say yes, and he lost 200 pounds. It wasn't, he didn't say yes for a week. Continue to say yes every day until literally he shed that old person weight. Um, just that lifestyle, you know, change. He's not the same person. Continue to say yes, whatever it is that you want to create. You can do anything. You can do anything. love you guys there's greatness inside of you say yes figure out what it is and say yes love you guys shalom shalom we'll do it again peace peace